0: Imagine this, what if you could get paid for saving the planet? I'm Daniel Hartz, and this is the We Can Save the World podcast with Cora. To prevent and eventually reverse climate change, we need to drastically reduce our carbon emissions. That means motivating as many governments, companies, and individuals as possible to act with the planet in mind. Cora is an app that measures your personal carbon footprint or how much CO2 you emit. For reducing your emissions, you're rewarded with Quora's, which you can use to buy products and services. They want everyone to earn and accept Quora's, putting monetary value on carbon reduction. This podcast uncovers Quora's unique solution and gives insight into the most effective tool we have to reverse climate change, empowering the individual. For the last two years, I've been interviewing people tackling environmental issues with innovative approaches on my own podcast, Sustainability Champions. Some of these solutions are revolutionary, like disrupting the food industry with lab-grown meat or pulling CO2 straight out of the air and capturing it in the ground. I interviewed Gilad Regev, the CEO of Cora, and learned that they're creating a new economy that rewards sustainable actions. This approach to solving climate change is so different from others I encountered that I wanted to dig deeper and learn more about it. The first time I met Gilad, he asked me if I truly understood what a kilogram of CO2 was and if I knew my own daily carbon footprint.
1: I think that for most people, it's really difficult to understand what is a unit, let's call it a kilogram of CO2. And we can only change what we visualize. We only change what we understand. So as long as we speak in very, very big terms of gigatons of CO2, we don't really get it. But when we manage to go to the small unit and manage to connect it to something that is in our pocket, and we can look at it a few times during the day, we'll understand what carbon emissions are all about. When people talk about countries like the
0: US and China emitting around 20 gigatons of CO2 per year, I personally have no idea what that actually means. Carbon emissions are a very abstract problem, and that makes it easier to just dismiss them. Jonathan Howard develops the psychology and gamification principles behind the Cora app. I asked him why he thinks it's important to measure an individual's carbon footprint.
2: Well, at the moment, the only thing that we manage to see visually About the effect of our carbon emissions is earthquakes and hurricanes and polar ice caps melting and things like that. Huge, huge macro effects that we have on nature. We don't get to see the immediate impact of throwing away a single plastic bag or getting in the car and going on a journey instead of taking a bike or walking. So it's not really acceptable for the planet to wait until the effects of all of these individual kilos of carbon are noticeable to everybody. It'll be too late by then. So if we can make one kilo of carbon in some way visible, then it's going to be much easier for people to change the ways that they behave. As soon as you
0: start measuring something with the goal of improving that number, it's motivating to watch it change.
1: And you can compare that to lost weight. I mean, people are all the time measuring themselves in order to understand where they are. And in order to to visualize to, to, to themselves what are the consequences of what they ate yesterday and what do they have to do in order to continue with their program. Nevertheless, watching a number on a
0: small screen go down step by step isn't enough motivation on its own for many people to make a change. As Gilad told me, it's difficult enough for people to go on a diet or to quit smoking. How do we expect a significant number of people around the world to make changes to their lifestyle in order to reduce their carbon footprint? Acting on climate change is a trade-off between short-term and long-term benefits,
2: and this is a real struggle for the brain. The fight against climate change is not fun. Sustainability is not fun. Living sustainably is not fun, unless you're the kind of person who enjoys it anyway. We're talking about people who, who don't enjoy it, Uh, And making sacrifices, which is what you have to do to be sustainable, you just have to make one sacrifice after another. So we had to figure out a way of making sacrifices fun.
0: When you save CO2 from being emitted, you get points, or CORAs. CORAs are like the loyalty points that you earn with credit cards or airlines, because you can redeem them for actual products and services. CORA puts a value on minimizing your carbon footprint and gives you financial benefits for doing so. Here's Eldar Dinavs, the Chief Operating Officer of Quora.
3: Right now, you can redeem, or like earn them, um, accumulate them, and then later redeem them in the built-in in-app marketplace for different offers from Quora itself and also from partners which are coming. This will be product and services, also like headphones, let's say, and some of them it could be online services, like online learning, and different subscription services. It can be also right with an electric vehicle, uh, some ride-sharing platform, different types of of services.
0: This is why Quora's slogan is, get paid for saving the planet. The more Quora's you earn, the more interesting things you can buy in their marketplace. In the future, they'll introduce a peer-to-peer marketplace where you can buy items and services from other users in exchange for Quora's. They aim to make cores redeemable in as many locations and with as many companies as possible so you're motivated to keep earning them. In addition to the points, the team also wants to motivate people through their community. Jamie Lee, Cora's social media manager, explains.
3: So the community element is basically the idea that you're, you'll be able to see the emissions of other people in your community as well so that you can see that you're not the only one that's doing something and that you're actually part of a bigger community that's contributing towards collective action. And so the idea is that you're not alone and that although it might seem like your individual actions don't make a difference, together it actually makes a big difference.
0: The concept of a community and a leaderboard really resonated with me. If I noticed my carbon footprint was 20% higher than others in my city, I'd want to know why. Similarly, if I saw that my carbon footprint was 20% lower than the average, I'd be really proud and would want to maintain that behavior, especially if I get perks for it. So what exactly does the Cora app track and how does it do it? Eldars explains.
3: So the built-in capabilities of the smartphones, which people usually carry around, they are pretty, advanced right now. They can track a lot. They can track uh, the way you move from just carrying a device around without any manual entry. We can tell that uh, the person was using a transport.
0: When you open the Cora app on your phone, you see an easy-to-read dashboard made up of bubbles displaying stats on how far you've walked or driven, how much CO2 you've emitted, and how much CO2 you've saved. Basically, it quantifies your daily movement. According to a recent study done by Leeds University, living car-free or driving an electric vehicle and flying less are the most effective ways to reduce our personal carbon footprint. Eating a greener diet, switching to renewable energy and modifying our purchasing habits also play an important role. Cora is working on tracking these other areas so you can expect more additions in the future. Additionally, you can offset further emissions with a Quora subscription, meaning you pay to support projects that reduce the amount of greenhouse gases in the atmosphere. If you reduce your emissions and offset the rest, you can become carbon neutral or even carbon negative. We'll talk more about this in episode two. When you think of tracking your actions in an app, You may be wondering, how much personal data is Quora storing? And how will my information be managed?
2: Well, user privacy is just just as important to us as a company as our own privacy as individuals is to us uh, when we're in other platforms. We intend to use data as sparingly as possible, as minimally as possible. The only thing we're going to use it for is proof of a rewardable action, proof that you've performed an action that's rewardable with Quora's.
0: Cora focuses on metrics, which is why they look at distance traveled in kilometers or miles, and not where you're traveling to.
3: We don't actually go deeper into where exactly the person have traveled. We just need the distances, we need the type of transport to, to, to calculate, and that, that's it.
0: The coronavirus pandemic in 2020 has interrupted business and daily life as we know it. In line with government restrictions, social distancing measures have been put into place, many people around the world have stayed at home to flatten the curve, and most travel and events have been canceled for the year. With this new normal that we're all adjusting to, we've seen and heard about the statistically significant drop in pollution globally. The Himalayas are visible in India, and Mount Kenya can be seen from Nairobi for the first time in years, and all because travel around the world has been tremendously reduced. Worldwide, airline capacity is down 70 to 80% in April 2020 as compared to April 2019, and multiple large airlines have temporarily ceased operations. Given the drastic drop in mobility, the Cora team was quick to adapt.
2: Well, it's changed the tactics more than the strategy. We're all about rewarding all kinds of sustainable activities and behaviors. And of course, we had to start somewhere. So we started with mobility with rewarding walking, running, cycling, and using public transport uh, instead of using cars. Of course, coronavirus has kind of put the kibosh on that. Coronavirus has stopped us from being able to focus on that because it's just not practical. There's no way that we can say to people, go out and run and get on your bike and do lots of walking when they're not allowed to. They're not allowed to leave the house. Uh, So we've had to change our tactics. So one of the first actions that we've decided to reward is the action of staying at home. Because we know that staying at home is a sustainable act. Right now, in the current situation, it's the most sustainable thing that you can do. So that's what we're rewarding to start with.
0: Neymantas Pedcales, Cora's lead developer, agrees.
3: The idea here is pretty simple. Um, when you're not driving car, you're rewarded. And that makes sense. So since you're staying at home and you are not using the devices that causes harm, I think you should be rewarded as well.
0: If you stay at home for three days in a row, you'll get double the number of Koras as a reward for not traveling and emitting CO2. Despite how difficult the situation has been, they see many positive lessons to be learned.
1: But what it proved is that when we want and when we understand that something is really coming upon us, we actually can take actions. The whole idea of CORA, the whole thing that, all that all we're trying to achieve is to make sure that people are taking sustainability actions. I mean, that's exactly what we want to demonstrate.
2: There are a lot of people now who are asking governments to take climate change as seriously as they take coronavirus, and encouraging society to take climate change as seriously as we take coronavirus. Because people don't think their behavior makes a difference. And now they see with coronavirus, their behavior does make a difference if you go around touching lots of door handles and then touch lots of things in the supermarket, uh, you're probably going to give somebody coronavirus. So everybody's behavior matters. Uh, the behavior of rich people, poor people, people with influence, people without influence, we all matter. And Cora enables you to see how much what you do matters, and it enables you to see what you do in the context of everybody else doing similar things as well.
0: Now that I'm using the app, I love seeing the number of Coras I have increase every day because my actions are producing less CO2. As we discover Cora's ideas and principles, I have more questions. Why does Cora choose to focus so much on rewards? What are governments currently doing to reverse climate change, and are global emissions actually decreasing? And at the end of the day, how much of a difference can I make as an individual? In the next episode, we'll answer these questions and go deeper into the psychology behind Cora's mission and the individual's role in reducing our global carbon footprint. If you haven't yet, now's the perfect time to download the Cora app and try it out for yourself. And make sure to subscribe to the We Can Save the World podcast to be notified when the next episode is released. This episode of the We Can Save the World podcast was produced and narrated by Daniel Hartz and produced and edited by Lawrence Maximilian.